Happy November. I've said it a million times. I love the sunshine and warm weather best of all. But when this time of year rolls around, I really do embrace it and all the feels that go with it. From the cooler days to the beautiful colors, the falling leaves, even the sounds of team sports being played at the park across the street, to the way I always want to make soup and hot bread and browse holiday recipes as we gear up for Thanksgiving. Somehow, all of these things draw my mind toward thoughts of gratitude and counting my blessings. I love that challenge that tends to go around social media this time of year. You know, the one where you list one thing you're grateful for every day in November up until Thanksgiving. Even if you don't participate in that, surely we can all think of something every day to stop and give thanks for. Last November, I used every Worship Wednesday to suggest songs that point us toward thankfulness, and I think I'll do the same this year, hopefully without repeating the same songs. As I looked over the tangible blessings, the friendships, my husband and family, our grown-up kids and our grandbabies, my church family and the people I get to work alongside, I could write a book about how each of them have brought so much joy and life and color and fun, even in the ups and downs. I think of some of the simple things so many of us take for granted, like a roof over our head, heat in the winter and air conditioning when it's hot outside, a stock pantry with enough to share with our friends and family, transportation, good neighbors, even our little furry friends, and the list goes on. But today, I was struck with how eternally blessed I am to be a child of God, to be called out of darkness into his marvelous light. As Jesus followers, we were given this amazing gift of life, abundant life that begins at salvation and goes right into eternity in the presence of God, not because we did something to deserve it, but simply because God, in His grace, and Jesus, through His death on the cross, made a way for us to be rescued and redeemed. I mean, that is something to be thankful for. I remember walking forward to get saved and baptized when I was about seven years old, and I am so very grateful to be a third-generation Christian and raised in a home where both my mom and dad knew the Lord. Around 12 years old, I began to question my salvation and whether or not I really had ever crossed that line of faith. I mean, let's be honest, when you're seven, you haven't really developed the life of crime or felt the deep need for redemption, right? But by 12 years old, I could point out lots of things that were sinful in my own life, bad attitudes, lies, normal kids' sins, but still things that I knew were wrong and needed to have forgiven. I talked with my mom after feeling such a strong sense of fear one night, dread even, that Jesus would come back and I might not be ready. I'll never forget her saying, Dana, you asked Jesus to come into your heart when you were younger, but you can pray right now and rededicate your life to him. I had never heard that word, rededicate, but it made sense to me, and I was grateful my mom talked to me and reminded me of the promises in God's word that all my sins had been paid for by the blood of Jesus, and because he came back to life, I too would live, even after this life was over, and once I was his child, I would always be. So fast forward to age 27-ish. I had been married for about six years. Mark and I were leading the youth group while he was the youth pastor at the time, so we were heavily involved in our church. It was around this time that I had another rededication to the Lord after a conference speaker talked about the true gift of grace that was given to us at salvation. He didn't say anything I hadn't read or probably had heard before, but somehow it clicked in a new way for me. 
Even after growing up in a Christian home, going to a Christian college, being in the Word of God, investing a ton of time in our church and with the teens, I would often feel afraid that maybe I wasn't truly saved. Maybe I could lose my place in the family of God. I was struggling with holding on to Him instead of realizing I was the one being held. Does that make sense? The Holy Spirit, through this conference speaker, spoke directly to my heart during one of those sessions, and almost in an audible voice, I heard, Stop trying to be good enough. Stop striving to be loved. You already are. There's nothing you can add to the work I've done. My blood is enough to save you, and you are mine. And I remember sitting there, crying my face off, trying to get a hold of myself, but filled with so much gratitude for the price that was paid for me. Why on earth would God love me so much? I was partially embarrassed at how emotional I was, but also so free in my spirit that I couldn't quite contain it. That was when John 10 verses 27 and 28 became so meaningful in my life. There, Jesus says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. I had finally broken free from the trap that Satan would continually set for me, the trap that kept me wound up and worried that I might not be saved, that my issues and struggles were evidence that I was lost instead of opportunities to lay them at Jesus' feet, rest in my salvation, and see him do miraculous things. So I'm just really, really grateful today for my salvation, for the times when the Holy Spirit was there to guide me into truth and for his voice to speak conviction and comfort. And I'm grateful that there is power in the blood of Jesus to quiet the enemy's doubts and to ransom and redeem us. So the song I'm sharing today is by Charity Gale, a recording artist and songwriter that has only been putting out records for a few years. She's not someone I've listened to a lot, but I'm so glad I came across her. The song is called Thank You, Jesus, for the Blood. It's beautiful, simple, and I think every one of us will resonate with the lyrics. Here's the bridge. There is nothing stronger than the wonder-working power of the blood, the blood that calls us sons and daughters. We are ransomed by our Father through the blood. Aren't you so grateful to be called a son or daughter? To be brought into his family and kept in the family by the power of his blood and through the undeserved grace of God. I know I am. Such a gift. Take time to listen to Thank You, Jesus, for the Blood by Charity Gale today. And let's start out this season of giving thanks by thanking God for the greatest gift we've ever been given. A restored relationship with Jesus, salvation from our sins, and security as a part of His family forever. <laughs>